Good morning, New Eden! Today is October 9th, 2022, and this is the Federation Frontline Report. I'm your host, Frozen Fallout, and my co-host is Nightflyer. Ah, dilly dilly to all my space knights and warriors. Thank you for uh, joining into the podcast. Awesome. Thank you for being here, Nightflyer. And today, we are going to be interviewing... Shanae Solette of the Hungry Corporation and Kurik Anouk of the Fillette Pizza Delivery. Both of these are members of the Progressive Pizza Time Diplomacy Alliance that has sprung up for fighting in the Galente militia and faction warfare. So how's uh, space, uh, space treating you these days, uh, Chun-Li and uh, Kurik? Very well. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of different stuff going on um, AT and militia war is always exciting right there's always something going on yeah <laughs> yeah there's always uh, systems to fight and uh, fight and try and flip or try and stop them from being flipping um, we, we flipped a system just recently didn't we and then we, we protected a system just yeah, we and lost the then we lost the system. Wait, what did we lose? Um, Indrigal? Indrigal? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that happened just today, so... Yeah. Yep, AT uh, took priority, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you guys have been doing quite a bit of uh, fun with uh, the AT tournament, so... Um, I saw that you guys punched fucking Snuff in the nose, gave them a good uh, zero points, and uh, took a hundred from them. Um, was more or less a gifted victory. The Mimos wasn't much of a comp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the one right where they sent, um, didn't they like basically yeet a stabber into you and then it was all over? Uh, it was uh, four demoses, right? So like, it, it's a very um, expensive composition because of the point penalty. Um, so each demos was increased by four points because there was four of them. So it was not a great team. Um, however, um, we did do really well against Hidden Leaf, um, which oh is, yeah, uh, like prior our match. They basically went un more, well, more or less undefeated with only a few ships lost. And we basically got them down to two ships. Um, that put us in the uh, redemption tournament. And um, we did okay <laughs> for being the first time in the Alliance tournament. Um, as like the, the name itself is not a first time in the Alliance tournament, but the members that were participating it was the first time right yep yeah that's uh that that is always you know i i really like the alliance tournament and getting involved getting did, what did you guys end up placing in the top 16 at all no no we uh we managed uh uh to get out of the uh, redemption arc uh the the group stages uh and we got knocked out by odin's call um and props to them they were a really good team like we didn't manage to kill any single ship from them but um we were fighting the best so yeah no that's you know when 
when you're going up against it's uh, you know ten ships um, or less if you're um, you know some people decide to bring less than ten ships uh, <laughs> and uh, you know it's it's a very you know you guys do a lot of training and stuff like that so you guys did uh, you guys go onto the test server and do a lot of different kind of uh, test compositions yeah. with each other yeah we did yeah we had a we fought a couple of the, uh, multiple teams. Um, don't want to leave somebody out, so I'm not going to start naming uh, yeah. <laughs> who we fought and we didn't. Um, uh, but a uh, huge shout out to um, Alicon and Chad. Um, those guys no light this, um, and I mean, some of them are going to take a little break as a little burnout. But without them, uh, we probably would have not done so well. Um, and it was provided heaps of fun for everybody who participated. I don't think anybody did not enjoy it. Um, the main thing that was incredibly shocking is how much different the game is um, in the Lions tournament than TQ. It's, I don't know how to describe, like where to start to describe what the differences are, but it is not the same game. <laughs> the way you think, the way you strategize, like it's crazy well yeah there's a bunch of things that kind of go into like because it's all about points you know and so that's like knowing what you can bring what can be fielded against you what the enemy might be bringing you know is a lot it's a lot different oh, yeah. than you know like you you okay you see a fleet of drakes you know you know how many of they are you know what you can bring and you can you know you you can kind of size things up, but it can be very offset as to you know what what can be going on or who gets to know, and what's you know what the engagement is going to be. This is kind of a lot more blind, but also a lot more, you know, you know that it'll be ten people, but you don't know exactly what they're going to be bringing. Um, yeah, and like um, our banning and um, banning uh, predicting what the other team is uh, bringing. Like uh, in some cases, we uh, Chad and. Alicon almost predict exactly what the other team will bring. In other cases, uh, we completely missed the mark. Um, like, it's just, it's kind of crazy. You can out metagame yourself by overthinking what's going to happen. It's, it's crazy. Like I said, it's totally different kind of game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the big gamble. And I've seen it with, uh, you know, my own Corp Noir where, um, yeah, great pilots and they fly great, but it's just the wrong comp, and you can't reship, you can't warp out. You know, it's it's a head-to-head -head battle with what you brought. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we we definitely were um, underdogs. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, neither one of us have ever flown in AT, um, except for Nix, he has flown once, um, very, very, very long time ago. <laughs> uh, so it was uh, it was hella fun. Um, we're definitely doing it next year. Um, gonna come a little bit more prepared than we did this year uh we're gonna start practicing from now <laughs> um, lessons learned EQ, but just uh piloting somewhat similar ships comps and like strategy um like for example one of the things that um that's a also similar to at i mean not by close margin but um one of the things that me and elecon when we participate in the proving rounds mm -hmm. the whole idea of not just gun going in guns blazing right like 
collectively like sitting, waiting, adjusting the situation, like mm -hmm. assessing the situation before. Yeah, at learning that burning. you can, you don't have to do anything for the first sixty seconds, yeah. and makes yeah. you invulnerable. But then also knowing that if you're not moving, then there people can actually like get into spots on top of you. Yeah, the, the proving grounds is kind of interesting. I've, I haven't done a whole bunch with it, but I've really. Um, I, I think it's a good addition to, to Eve. Um, it does suck that it kind of is in its own realm and it's not part of the sandbox and stuff like that, but it does does create something that is is unique for Eve. You know, it's you're gonna get the one on one or the five v five or the or, well, I don't know if they've gone to five v five, but they've done at least two v two. I've seen for sure and stuff like that. Yeah, and so like um, free for all is cool too. Like the the same thing goes for alliance tournament as well, where you like you do have some of that time to assess the situation, um, but mm, like that decision making at the beginning of the match is pretty much make or break, right? Um, yeah, target uh, calling super important yeah, right it, away at the beginning. If you decided to go this one route and basically any like experienced team right would either have uh, a quicker more accurate decision in the beginning or they would recognize the mistake with the call and it would switch quicker right um towards the end um we were getting better at like um adjusting our tactics uh but still i mean we're a rookie team, but we, we did really well. <laughs> I'm very, very proud of every single person that uh, flew with us. Like, oh my goodness, like, uh, it was, it was hella fun. Like, I'm still like having recovered from shaking from those couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's even it. the, the Hinder Leaf match was probably the, um, the greatest thing that uh, I think that. We, we achieved in the in the in the alliance tournament that was that was epic like it was inches of us making it into the round of like making it into the actual alliance tournament yeah yeah and they're a good group of pilots just like odin's call you guys oh yeah odin's say. call like we were really like, really fantastic pilots yeah. they're great at at their ship choices are um unique and uh work well so um I appreciate it as a spectator. Um, you guys, the the time and effort that all of the pilots put into that. But, oh, uh, uh, also you brought up the burnout too, and uh, yeah, we we've suffered that. Also, get the guys just put in so much time. They're like, ah, I need a, some time off. <laughs> so yeah. also, uh, thank you to all the people in the chat uh, spamming pizzas. Uh, I was very very um, exciting for every single one of us uh, to see the to feel the support. And um, also shout out to EM, um, making it through. So uh, we still have uh, um, like uh, we have a, a faction warfare in the tournament. So yeah, yeah, that's huge. Um, and yeah, the representation I saw uh, Ursha Khan. Um, their first fight they did really well. I'm trying to remember who who was that that they went up against. But yeah, it was it was kind of cool just uh, seeing all the faction warfare groups kind of showing that you know we do know how to fight. We can get out there. <laughs> we go. We're, we could be part of this. Yeah. 
Um, so let's go to a little, just a round of questioning that I normally do for almost all of my interviews. It's kind of like, a, you know, how did you get into EVE Online? So I'm going to kind of pro, uh, start that question off with uh, Chun-Li Solette. No, Ch- Chun-Li? Yeah. <laughs> Solette, I'm going to call you Solette. That's fine. Um, yeah, so I got in about 11 years ago, um, just sort of on a lark from an advertisement or whatever and was essentially a care bear i guess i played alone i kept trying to recruit friends to play with and they played for two weeks and eve is kind of a unique game and it was really hard to get like my real life quote-unquote friends to um you know to stick with it basically and um so i ended up playing solo for a long time until i got into rvb um and then that sort of got me into the, the mm part of the mmo thing Okay, so uh, RVB, the valuable. red versus blue? Yeah, uh-huh. And so yeah, that's that was... that's like two alliances or group. It, so... it was two corps in the same alliance. There Back we go, before yep. we had like the dueling rules and a bunch of the stuff that we have now, it was basically a workaround to, you know, fight in high-sec space without getting concorded. And uh, with a real emphasis on fighting as much as possible, affordably, in sort of fair fights more or less kind of um and it was a, i can't recommend it highly enough although it's not around anymore that's how i learned it to play more or less yeah i heard that uh sharks versus uh sorry my cat wanted to uh eat my laptop for a second um i think it's sharks versus where is that bears maybe sharks is versus it? bears has been started yeah. back up uh in that kind of same kind of spirit um, I people say to join eUni, and that's that's great for new players, obviously. Um, but but if nothing else, you learn to lose ships and not care about it, which is the most important thing you can learn in Eve. Totally. And if I and if it hadn't been for that, I never would have. I would have you know quit six months after, not having progressed in Eve at all. Um, I I really appreciate the time I spent there. Yeah, and that's really the secret, too. I mean, I, I don't know that I ever get over losing a ship, but, yeah, just, it's not the end-all, be-all. The, the hate rage, you know, that uh, you're going with the loss of a ship. Um, yeah, you lose enough of them, you just move on to the next one. And it also yeah, teaches it's... you that Eve is... Oh, go ahead, Kirk. No, and, and it's like, it's not necessarily just, like, um, this golden rule, right? Not necessarily, like... Can't, don't fly what you can't afford to lose, right? Because like somebody could be extremely rich and still could be incapable of losing uh, destroyers or frigates. So it's more of like what you emotionally can afford to lose and not yeah. get mad. So it's probably way more important than financial loss. Because the thing is, right? Like a lot of times we hand out ships, and um, we got like for example the last Naga defense, right? Um, Nix was willing to shell out whatever was required to defend it and the thing is like yes you're going into a meat grinder right you're losing ships and some people cannot even if it's a free ship they still can't handle it you know it still feels like a loss even though it was free I so, mean I sometimes with Nyx I feel like I feel like the anxious house mother or whatever like no that's the fine china no don't touch that <laughs> No, not the Zarmaz. Please, not the Zarmaz. Nope, nope. We're throwing the Zarmaz in. 
um, and I'm, or like I'm following him around, like, and it's his money mostly, but I'm following him around, like, totaling stuff up and going, you know, the overtime alone mix. But, but Kirk's right. That was that's the only reason that we held Naga, was was that mindset. Yeah, and the main thing is, like I said, it's like the loss isn't just financial. The loss is also like emotional. Um, like right now, my losses are mostly tied to kills. Um, so like, if the sh ship gets enough kill marks and you lose a ship, it's more or less that's what hurts the most, rather than the loss of the ship. Um, like the Myrmidon had 23 kill marks, and uh, that was at that time was my highest uh, kill count, and that that sucked. <laughs> what, yeah, I have what been... is your highest card? Sorry. Uh, right now it's 25. Uh, it's on a Dramiel, on a different account. <laughs> yeah, I've I've definitely lost some okay kill marks um but i've i've actually somehow been able to not a not get it good enough to the point where i've actually got more than like 15 on a ship <laughs> um i just go out and i get burned and it's die so so often that uh i've actually been uh, able to evade the loss of like kill marks and been like oh damn like that was my that was my kill mark ship uh, but I've definitely had friends who have been like, that had 25 kill marks on it. Fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it, you get attached, you know? Like, it's... it's um, Each one of those uh, marks is a story. So... Are you looking forward to the new holographic uh, kill marks? Where it'll, it yeah, won't nope. be a little niche on your ship that you can hardly yeah. see? It'll be like this big holographic display. Yeah, yeah. Any 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 changes that are coming in, is, I'm excited for. Um, just because, I mean, faction warfare hasn't seen some love in a while, and we clearly have really passionate players. If you pay any attention to the uh, um, to the Discord, right? Like the faction warfare Discord is probably the most passionate, <laughs> the <laughs> most active Discord in the official Eve <laughs> channel. So. <laughs> Yeah, there is. I'm super excited about the about the upcoming expansion. I think that that's that's gonna breathe a lot of life, especially the concept that it's not. Um, so with front lines, the winning. If Keldari take the entire war zone, it's not going to hurt people when it comes to making money in faction warfare. The losing side getting that 50% reduction to the LP that they get out of, of plexing, and the winning side sometimes getting 250% increase to their LP in mission. I mean, that's the big thing, like mission payouts. Um, yeah, you know, when you've taken a whole war zone. Uh, needs a look. What's that? That tier system definitely needs an adjustment. Well, they're getting rid of the tier system completely. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's gone. Like, that's... Everybody gets paid out based upon where you fight. So if you fight on the front line, you're going to be getting, hopefully, that, like, 200% fucking bonus to LP payout. Go to the dangerous fucking spots and make people want to be in the dangerous spots fighting over those systems. Not, you know, the, the plexus should be being fought over not just for LP, but... Um, for you know now we're gonna have to deal with not being able to actually dock in our 
um, neutral or uh, currently owned by our faction warfare Aster Houses or any other structures that are in enemy territory. Um, you know, there's there's a bunch of things that are kind of being added in, and getting rid of that tier system is just that tier system. I think was it was great to create a pendulum due to market forces, um, you know, but there's it just was it it was better than the original. I don't know. Did you guys ever play in the original? Uh, yeah, God. like the the one that uh, I always missed when people pushed you low tier five to cash out and i always ended up cashing out of tier three yeah that sucked yeah that was stupid as fuck <laughs> that was yeah that wasn't great that was great yeah like 30 minutes you know maybe and then you just say hey, have to wait a month and then they switched it over you know to the new system so i'm sure there's a bunch of it or well the, the new system the current system um were you uh uh Solette, were you at all in the involved in the tier five pushes of old where it was a discount on the store no um i remember reading about it and i remember some of the shenanigans that went along with some of the market manipulation and things like that uh but i was not in faction where at that time i remember being really impressed though with sort of the um the organization and the uh the cunning that went into some of that behind it and um you were talking about the the you know the changes that they're making the reason i didn't get into faction war like eight years ago was because i had this little reservation about leaving my corp mm -hmm. and so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that um so no i wasn't in there but i wanted to be and so hopefully that's a positive change too it'll make it easier for people to do that yeah i'm i'm interested to see how they factional warfare <laughs> by the way <laughs> um, so I, th I think that's an interesting thing is uh, the being able to flag yourself as a participant in faction warfare which they've actually pushed back now so that's not coming right, right. in November unfortunately uh, the frontline systems will be first um, but that is an interesting thing I'm my question though is is like how how are they going to be able to do that because what if I'm in my you know corporation and two of my buddies sign up for faction warfare for the Keldari and I sign up for the Galente um, you know is am I you know what's the overview gonna do with them are they going to make them war targets for me am I gonna be a war target and I can't go to Jitta when I when I flag myself even though I'm not in a faction warfare corporation right. um, you know, I th and then what is what's the point of having a faction warfare corporation right. if there well, is if there isn't like you know if other people are just going to you know flag their corp you know can you flag your corporation and still be in an alliance you know kind of thing um, so yeah I'm I'm interested to see what they come out with all that because it's gonna it's gonna be a tricky I'm not surprised that they pushed it back because I think it's exactly be I think that's that's like all these angles um, they're just too many of them and it can't make the, the design quick one on uh, things that can go from uh, come from different angles like the way I uh, per perceived it imagined that would be great if that would cause fractures in the big groups like the blue donuts would fall apart essentially because of it because um, you got like uh, a corporation within an alliance uh, who was aligned with one side, the alliance itself aligned with another side, and then they go 
roam the low sec, they run into a gate, and half of the fleet is dead because they align with a different side. Right. <laughs> like, oh, the chaos. Yeah, it's, it, it, the potential for chaos is insane. Yeah, I had to talk with Astarothi of, like, with the new gates and stuff, and um, like, well, what would be the potential of Nullsec getting pulled into faction warfare? You know, just one or two systems in Nullsec, just so those big blocks, you know, that want to stay out there, could get pulled in. They could use their big ships and stuff out there. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's a potential down the line. I don't see it happening soon, but um, I could definitely see it occurring, and the impact that it could have with uh, within faction warfare and player activity. Yeah, and, and the idea of like getting pirate factions involved in faction warfare, I think, would be really cool. Either having their own little yeah. thing, or yeah, there's definitely a lot of room for expansion in faction warfare. So it's just nice to see these little steps going forward. You could also yeah. hope you could also hope that they delayed the the launch, maybe to include the pirate faction, but that's might be too much to hope for. No, yeah, well, I think that that they've said that that's going to be it. Um, but that's going to be quite the, anything to do with other factions coming in quite a ways off. Um, and then Fleablock uh, from chat says, uh, could there be some way to make faction warfare able to influence the economy somehow? Maybe with BPCs. Oh, it already does. Oh, man, yeah. That's <laughs> the whole ship thing. It already right does. Look at the price of a hookbill in Jita versus the price of a comet. And I'll mm -hmm. give you a hint. One's 12 mil and one's 35. Yep. Is the comet thirty five right now? Is your influence on the economy? Uh, something like that, I think, isn't it? Oof. Uh, At least twenty. Should be twenty one though. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's. Well, I got a bad deal. Yeah, because I just we bought some and stock them for twenty mil. So. <laughs> like I'll take them. <laughs> um, yeah. So it it does to a certain degree, but I mean, I think he's talking also about like, uh, uh, well, he, when he, maybe he says maybe with. Uh, BBCs for faction titans that you can only buy on contracts from faction warfare alliances, which is kind of the way that it goes with a couple of items right now. It's not faction war it's not faction titans, but it is faction um, cruisers, I believe. There's a couple that can only come, or one that can only come from faction warfare. Is that the uh, maybe exec? The executor, right? Only comes from faction warfare stone uh, store. The uh, Dominic's, uh, no, sorry, the Brudic, no, Dominic's, yes, the Dominic's Navy issue only comes from Faction Warfare currently. Um, and with the pendulum swing of this, you know, whoever gets more um, points has, uh, you know, more control over the war zone and puts points into their systems gets a better, um, you know, LP payout per Plex and Mission heavily influences the the market on that. that's why we see you know the hook bill as being extremely cheap um but the not uh the comment you know almost twice as much an expense um to to buy it for, you know at the very end in the market in jitta kind of stuff um i think that that's that's going away with this getting rid of the tier system um which is going to be really nice. It's going to be much, but it'll be more about in the war zone. You know who's stopping who from uh, actually flexing at that point to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just jumping back to Fleabag, um, 
or Fleabank, uh, making faction warfare relevant to Nelsec uh, politics. And I think that's the big question here is, um, you know, if how, you do allegiance, how does, yeah, how do you, if you do allegiance, it will affect the politics. Oh, yeah. You know, how do we get them out of their current kind of meta, the things that they want to do? They want to have their big wars, but, you know, what does goons do if they're not fighting against Fred? I mean, how many how many potential enemies do they have or that conflicts can they have where they're just not going to steamroll everybody? Well, and and sort of the reverse of that too is how do you how do you make sure that if you interconnect them more tightly, how do you stop the current faction war from turning into the stasis that is no block, right? We don't want that presumably. We don't want a blue donut, right? We don't want yeah, people fair. cutting deals with Calmill and Galmill and Amarmill where we all you know, where we have a cartel or something. Yeah, there's it's know. it's a it's a balance and a it's delicate uh, kind of thing that I think when it comes to how much the null blocks can be of inf influence. Um, but I think that one one of the things that I think instead of the Legion system um, and what I almost predict is that there's going to be a difference between being in faction warfare and being a, in the allegiance from for faction warfare. Um, like so, the militia. Being in the militia versus being having allegiance to the faction, right? So the being allegiance to the faction will probably give you reasons to be in low sec, killing people, doing stuff, mining, building um, for that for your the allegiance, and then that will be helping with this new system of because the system's going over from being like it doesn't matter what plex you're doing, it doesn't uh, they all cost the same. Winning a system is not really that huge um, of, of a thing, and it takes a long time in order for it to, to, to happen. Um, to a system that's, uh, so they get rid of the tier system, but then they add in this whole um, advantage system, right? So, and the advantage from my understanding is going to be how quickly you can plex that system. So it, it going from weeks and days to plex systems on front line, that could start moving very quickly if one side has a whole bunch of these advantage points. And they're going to be these structures in space that you're going to drop in order to get an advantage. There's, um, and I think that it, there's going to be activities that everybody can participate in that will give one side or another an advantage in a system control. And we're kind of seeing with these gates, systems will have a reason for controlling them. Um, you want to control them. You'll get, uh, you know, a bonus like the in this case, the gate will only be open for who, whatever side owns the system. And it's actually possible the Galente aren't going to be building this gate, but uh, uh, they will. It's just going to take six months longer than. Well, is the question is, is CCP going to have a hard line and say this is it? You know, you didn't do it. It was tweeted. Um, well, not tweeted. Um, Discord message that. Uh, at the current rate, uh, Galente is not going to have the gate. Yeah, so that's what I've heard, is that there is going to be an a official stop time for this event, and if you haven't hit your quota, then you you don't get your gate. And so with a, and it's not that big of a uh, hit to us, to be honest. It's already in Galente space. We have a nearby... Galente system that's high sec um, into that constellation, um, but it is kind of huge for the Keldari because they get one that's like 
deep inside of our, you know, low sec territory. Um, right. And it it's close to Jidda. So they can just now have like one jump deep into low sec um, from high sec and a high sec that's close to Jidda for them. Uh, which actually could help us as well. You know, <laughs> like neutrals can still use this system, you know, gate. Galente technically can use the gate as well. So use you know having a closer connection to Jitta is way more important anyways. Hey, Killmark's gone. <laughs> What's that? And I just lost eight Killmarks. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> You're out flying around causing Long live chaos. Tristan. Long live Tristan. Oh My man. Highest, uh, highest kill ship is I think thirteen, and Samson gave it to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Samson's good at getting kill marks uh, on long-lived ships. He he hates it when one of those fuckers get blown up. Uh, real quick, I'm just going to take it back to another... Uh, just want to ask the same question of you, Kirk. Um, how, how did you get into EVE Online, and when did that start? Well, Kirk was exclusively born uh, to be in Factional Warfare. Um, at the time, um, I, I run a local meetup group in Colorado... And at a time, there were five members in Adron Robotics who were in Colorado. And I was like, oh, you guys do this stuff. Let me try it. And the rest of it is history. Interesting. So how, how did you get involved in EVE Online in general then as a, as a human? Uh, so my older character, um, he basically, the way I started playing EVE was basically, at the time, it was like, um, uh, WoW was a thing, MMOs was a thing, in 2007. And um, at the same time, I was interested in Linux. And I was like, okay, well, what is what MMO can run on Linux? And it was EVE Online. I was like, great, it's space, Linux, EVE, like, MMO, okay, let's do this. And I tried it, hit the wall, didn't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> And I came back uh, in 2008, and luckily somebody in local chatted me up and helped me through the new new player experience, which at the time was basically, here's a Rubik's cube, go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, basically, you 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 lo you created your character and you're in space uh, with your rookie ship. That's it. There's no hello, goodbye, nothing. Like you're you're in space, and I was like, okay, so how the hell do you move? WSD, right? that's doesn't do anything. And it's like, <laughs> what is this? What is this box on the right? What like? Yeah. And then like, while I'm figuring this out, um, a guy comes me, and he's like, hello, welcome to whatever Eve Online, and it's um, it was a person from let me look at my corp history. Uh, sorry. No, uh, no problem. From Wolfpack, um, and he basically was like, uh, "So, what are you struggling with? Here's how you move. You can dock up here." Uh, so I started mining with them, uh, running some missions. Um, yeah, and it's like, yeah, without handholding uh, in the beginning, I think that a lot of. Uh, us back then couldn't have started a game it it was i know the exact feeling rough. because that's I, I started in the beta and you know you just get dropped in 
and I definitely like looked around, saw how cool Eve was in the oh, concept, was but then I was yep. like done. <laughs> like I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what I'm doing. Uh, recently, I, I even I got found uh, uh, in. I recently found in audio. Uh, there's a checkbox for override dynamic music for classic Eve music. And oh my god, nostalgia is hidden hard. <laughs> yeah, I much I prefer the the classic, uh, for sure. Yeah, the whale song is like hits really deep, man. <laughs> it's not the favorite, but it's the iconic. Actually, um, for 2013 FanFest, I uh, they did the full orchestra, uh, harpa, uh, and a like live music. Uh, full orchestra. Oh, great, great time. Yeah. Uh, so Flea Block says, uh, but more alliances side with one faction, uh, the less you benefit. So people back the opposite faction, but then you don't want the blue done. And that's where, and I mean, you see that already in in faction warfare. If one side's winning, they're they're getting a benefit to a certain degree, but. Market forces also do, when it comes to at least making ISK, um, is do come back around and it becomes a lot more profitable for having the Galente win than it is for the Keldari to win eventually when you've been getting beat down so badly. That yeah, if you so switch that side over and get them to start winning, um, it's... But it's not going to be as much benefit to own the entire war zone now because we're not i mean as soon as the the new expansion comes out winning is not going to matter as much anymore um and the side that is losing more than likely has a lot more fucking targets out there that are a lot you know especially let's say if like they're feeding a bunch of new players into the keldari because of having a trade hub and stuff like that it's gonna make the trade hub sorry everybody's got a trade hub but the trade hub of jitta is is beneficial for the players but i think that there's a you know there's going to be a bunch of ex, you know people who want to shoot people who are going to come over to the galente because there's not going to be a bunch of targets all over the fucking place for the galente there's going to be a bunch of keldari targets out there to shoot and it's a lot more fun when you have more targets running around um, and they don't and we won't have this thing that forces you to have um, market forces being really crazy in in the back and forth of this all um, because where you fight is going to matter instead of who you're fighting for yeah so like for example right now um, so data cores are the easiest way to cash out because of the volume and um, the Galente data cores are the most expensive one right now is the Plasma Physics for 3,000 ISK per LP. Um, versus if you look at Kaldari loyalty points stores, the highest one you can get is uh, Rocket Science, oh no, actually Graviton Physics for 1,300, right? Um, so basically, your LP, your Galente LP will buy you more than Kaldari LP at the moment. And the, the worst part, too, is that a lot of the current um, Kaldari players um, have stockpiled loads of LP. 
Um, like I wouldn't be surprised that some some of them sitting in twenties and thirty millions of LP. Um, yeah, barely even trying. Mean, I'm at like three million LP. Which means they're all they're all right now just doing golden hands, waiting for the uh, change to come in, right? And when the changes come into the LP store, hopefully balancing out, giving each faction something to buy, um, what will happen is that Kaldari will basically be worthless for a very long time, the Kaldari LP, because of how much have uh, they earned being in tier three, tier five, running missions um, for like the last, what, two, eh, not like two years, like a year and a half. Um, so, yeah, so if you want better LP, Galante is, is definitely a better LP. Yeah, that's yeah. what I need a class on. We talked about that about two streams ago, was um, use, the use of the LP store. There is not a lot of information for a new player of, okay, so I got, you know, 100,000 LP. How do I really make some big bucks with it? You know, how do I oh, yeah. do something? I mean, I just use mine personally. Like, oh, I want a Comet. Okay, I can use that. I want Fed drones. I can buy that. But outside of that, I mean, as far as using it for money, um, again, I've never really had anybody handhold my, my way through that. So I mean, I know that in our Discord, I keep an eye out for new guys who make the mistake of buying Cruiser BPCs <laughs> because the market's upside down on them. And, you know, uh, you'll see me just running, screaming into a thread like, Jesus, God, no, stop, whatever you do, please. Um, you don't do that. And it's not really that easy to explain uh, why it is you should never buy, you know, uh, a faction BPC or a, an Empire BPC with LP. Um, well, that's really fucked up now point. because of the, the changes, right? Like, mm -hmm. right, BPCs exactly. are just fucked. Like. But, and so you get somebody who's new to Faction War, or new to EVE, and you sit them down and say, well, um, you, are you familiar with the efficient markets hypothesis? And here's your Friedman textbook. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, we meet Monday, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 3 to 4 p.m., there will be quizzes. It's <laughs> all to explain why you got screwed on trying to do crafting. Okay, because people understand crafting from Minecraft. They get that. But then you put this whole wicked Eve back end on it, and you're right, you need a class in it. Yeah, this is, I mean, I think that the LP store is one of the most fucked up aspects of faction warfare money making. Um, you know, it it's it's interesting it's there's a whole thing to it that like you could like a whole other game of eve online that's being played on the market um but i don't want to play that right oh <laughs> like, you know and um i'm always just shooting for like i want to get one million isk for 1000 lp and if i can get that out of my uh getting you know it and the bpc thing is really screwed up because you'd think okay this is not going to be much of a difference between getting the the uh, a frigate with a bpc or mm -hmm. getting it off of um you know you can turn in one item have a another frigate that's tier 1 you know get churned into a a ship for you um but that is something that is also very recent that just got totally hammed over because of everything with the the, the way that you have to make your items now um, with all the different materials and stuff like that. Um, but in general, though, you can... There are some base items, but there is a whole, like, you know, ships that, that are special. Um, 
to to the game or even pokos can be kind of nice sometimes they go much much slower but you need some decent lp payouts yeah, if, for them if you, do, if you do take your time right you can make loads of this with lp but i mean you got to take your time with it <laughs> yes yeah like look was, for the advantages in the market yeah. i was um uh, helping this one of the new guys and um he's like yeah i have uh i have a three hundred uh thousand lp and i'm like well no that's <laughs> that's uh that's the uh, three billion sitting right there <laughs> well not three billion um 300 million yeah 300 million so yeah yeah but then trying because i was i was a recruiter for a brief time with iteron and uh Adron has a pretty good buyback scheme through contract and blah 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 blah. Trying to explain that to new people. Yes. No, 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 see, you know, here's are you taking notes? And if one of the ways to get people into faction warfare, one of the things you have to do is you have to pay your people, right? Yeah. You have to people have to be able to live. And if they're new guys that only have one account, they really need to be able to live. And so here here you are again, you put this this complicated contract and recontract etc etc oh and then you have to wait for the jump freighter and it only runs on tuesdays and the guys are going yeah but i just i need an incursus please yeah i just i just need a few few millionists you know like i don't right i'm not getting for billions especially because there's there's this sort of expectation that eve is about being entrepreneurial a little bit mm. and so even if you're handing ships out to people which happens all the time obviously there's still this voice in the back of, the, of your head you know, that says, well, no, I should be able to afford something on my own. Yep. I should be able to make some amount of money doing this. Yep. Um, in a big sense, that's one of the things that makes EVE problematically unique is that in most games, doing the thing that is the main focus of the game is inherently profitable, right? So like in uh, Warcraft or whatever, if you're killing the bad guys, you get gold or whatever. Mm -hmm. Doing the main core gameplay loop pays for itself. Absolutely not true in Eve. Absolutely, yeah. there's many times where I've logged in, logged into Eve, and been like, I wish I didn't log in today. Like right. the very uh, end, you know, I've, I've lost everything. <laughs> because unless you absolutely never lose a ship, you're going to lose money if all you do is fight. And um, so, and it's it's magnified in faction warfare because of the barriers that we just talked about. I think. And hopefully some of those will be, you know, go away a little bit. Anyway, sorry. No, oh, that was one great. Of the, one of the suggestions that I put in the, um, before, uh, before the EVE, uh, official EVE Discord existed, in team, um, talking stations, um, there's like the suggestions, CCP please. That, one of the things that posted there was basically taking all the tags that drop in plexes um turning them into commodities right so like basically lp store new call the tags and the tags now are just become a way to make isk for the new bros right because like i have picked up tags for a very long time yeah <laughs> i haven't picked them up in a very long time right so but the thing is for someone who's just starting right like if you take a medium plex right like, that's like roughly seven million in loot yeah right but that's a that's a tristan right there <laughs> right. right like just just in tags and so like if uh like experienced players they just don't bother and if uh new bros could just pick it up 
dock up, turn it into raw isk, I mean, that'll, that'll be a way for them to get the liquidity going. Because, like, even if to cash out, right, you have to have isk to cash out. Right, <laughs> because, yeah, uh, usually. But, yeah, like, one of my one of my alts, right? Like, so I, I don't trade isk between my characters, right? So, like, my, my, my freshest alt, right? He's struggling. Like, he's severely struggling. Um, I have to use the buyback program to get isk for him to um, to exchange LP and to uh, buy ships. I mean, yeah, and that's one of the the like tricks of uh, the BPC is that you don't have to spend any money on it, but you can't sell that fucking thing worth shit, and it isn't you know like um, yeah, it's I think that that is a big problem with faction warfare because you can make good money doing faction warfare it's just figuring out how to make mm-hmm. money off of faction warfare in the beginning mm-hmm. is really rough on players because i mean technically um you can you know start off the first day learn all the really basic kind of stuff in the first like tutorial stuff and as soon as you get out of that you can join faction warfare and you could start making with a frigate, you can go into novices and start actually running novices and make pretty decent isk um, after you've jumped through 45 hoops to get that isk beyond just running that site. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely like reducing friction for a cash out would be phenomenal. <laughs> Like, yeah, I wouldn't even oh. mind if there was like a, you know, like there's a level above, you know, that you can do all of this other stuff and jump through 40 hoops and make more and better isk by by doing that. But it would be nice if there was just like a floor thing that a commodity that you could even turn your LP into. Um, and I love the idea of the tags at being like a, a, a commodity. Yeah. Because at least that would be a start. But even just an, uh, a commodity, which is very similar to what the, uh, like you guys are t- saying, data cores kind of are. But now there's this whole offset on, like, you have to find the right fucking data core and make sure you know which one that you're buying properly <laughs> yeah, like, or you get fucked. As, as, as of today, right, if I look at the uh, uh, Federal Defense Union, the four shell prices, right, you look at data cores. Like as I said earlier, plasma physics, three thousand isks per LP, right? That's huge. You that's got, huge. That's huge. Yeah, but if you end up like, oh, data cores. Let me buy five hundred of each, right? Yep. <laughs> Mechanical Shit. engineering is a three hundred seventy-nine negative. You lost money. Right. And how in the world a new player would even phantom to like know that that's the case, right? That's why. You tried to put the fuzz fuzzworks um, in like corporate OTD, you know, like trying to show like where like how to like cash out. But the thing is, like, I bet like even with all the links and whatnot you put in anywhere, there's still players who come into faction warfare, they run some plexes, they don't like they eventually run out of this and then they leave, right? Mm-hmm. Not knowing that they probably have accumulated like a million isk right million lp and that's yeah that's, yeah like and that's like that's a billion isk more that's you know. at worst a billion isk at best it's probably three three billion isk sitting and like and for him like he has or her um i have no idea that 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 even the money exists there right because like i was talking so i killed one of the uh Kalari guys and he just joined and i started and he was flying a uh, hook bill 
and I was like, uh, no, a comet. And I was like, why are you flying uh, comets and you're flying for Kaldari? Like, you could be getting your comets way cheaper <laughs> if you fly for Galente. And then he was like, oh, how does that work? And I was like, LP. And he's like, what is LP? And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. You're missing like, out on the, the, the reason to fight for a lot of people, so. Yeah, yeah. Like, the. Yeah, it's definitely um, some sort of tutorial uh, or an LP is 100% required. Um, I mean, yeah, player corporations can fill the gap, but like CCP should at least make an effort into pointing out, hey, like LP is where the money is, right? Like, yeah, it should be like the part like of the tutorial. Losing is like you're actually making like. In essence, you can sustain yourself flying T1 frigates indefinitely, um, because uh, just capturing few plexes buys you another frigate. Yeah, and if you're not like, tattooing it, it all out and stuff like that, yeah. like in the very beginning, it, like this, you can get you can like hundreds of ships. Lose <laughs> ships. Yeah. yeah, like well, never needing, never needing to buy it. That's what the. That's why uh, all my characters came back to faction warfare is just because like Kirk was having so much fun. Um, like, yeah, it was cheap ships, right? Like, Tristan is hands down my favorite, right? And, like, it's just so sustainable. Like, <laughs> I can keep losing them day in, day out, and I'll have more risk than I lost. It's great. Yeah, no, that's something that I think is just epic about... Like, the reason why I keep on coming... I've, I've been in Faction Warfare since almost day one. I've, I feel like it was day one... It could be a little bit off on maybe a month or two, but uh, I, I got into Faction Warfare as soon as I possibly could, basically. I've, I loved this whole idea that we were going to go out into the war zone and CCP was going to tell us that we need to kill each other, and now we're just going to go constantly kill each other. And I've gone off to 0, 0.0, I've lived off in, in the north and the south, um, I've been part of the Northern Coalition, part of Goons, part of Interstellar Alcoholic Conglomerate back in the day. And there is nowhere else that I feel like I can live in EVE where I can just undock and know that there is 10 fights in the next 10 hours definitely for me to be had solo if I want. Um, along with possibly jumping up with a, you know, bunch of, like a standing fleet that it's actually standing and doing something usually in the war zone. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of times that I've joined 0.0 .0 and it's like, join the standing fleet and you sit around waiting for some group to go do something or whatever. And you're just, you're maybe you're ratting or something like that to make some money, but you're not putting yourself into any kind of danger until you get back into your ready and there's, there's some fleet flying around or whatever. Um, it, Faction warfare is where you just undock and there's fucking sh people blowing each other up, good fights being set in local all over the fucking place. You don't even need to be part of faction warfare to participate in this stuff. Um, yeah, like, the, the one thing that I do do not miss about Null is, like, waiting to undock. That's just... That I do not miss that. <laughs> I love the fact that, like, hey, I feel like flying this, and I'm going out, and almost guaranteed to get a fight um might not be even might have to run right but i encountered someone i didn't sat and waited for something to happen and then somebody outformed someone else and then we log off because yeah blue balls because 
Yeah, and like, Madrill says like the, playing playing cards. Boredom, yeah. Right. Like oh my yep. god. Like what the hell? Like. Yeah, I, I remember I, back when you could uh, do Texas Hold'em with EVE Online, I remember being a part of many fleets playing Texas Hold'em, caring about what was going on in Texas Hold'em way more, because that was way more risk on the line than what was going on. <laughs> Lotteries, yep. Uh, that's um, why I got out, of, got out of doing like mining and stuff. You sit there doing ice mining while, while watching Netflix, so then EVE's something I'm doing in the background instead of something I'm actively participating in. Yeah. And there is always a waiting. The one thing is, is uh, so Matterall does point out with the waiting games. There is always to even even in faction warfare. There's it's a shorter I feel like waiting game. But there's uh, I've always equated Eve to very close to fishing. Um, you know, especially if you're doing like gate camping is a really great example of ice fishing basically. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, just sitting still... around cold, in the cold waiting. Even... Even sitting in the plex is sort of fishing too, right? Right. Yeah, like, and, well, that's the thing that I love about Faction Warfare is that you make money while you're um, trying to get a fight. Whereas everybody else is usually not making any money waiting for a fight. They're making money trying to avoid a fight, or they're trying to look for a fight, but they're not making any money. Yeah, yeah. Like, worst-case scenario, right, um, you get LP. Best case scenario, you get a fight. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, worst case scenario, you lose a ship. Right? Or yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you get put, you get punched out of the the plex or killed before being able to get out. Um, and then that can be kind, of, but it is kind of nice. Be, I I like whenever I'm not in faction warfare and I come to faction warfare, I'm like, I just hate sitting around waiting for the, the stuff and not getting anything. So I have to be in Faction Warfare because then it's like, at least I want that timer to get to zero. And if it doesn't get to zero and I get into a fight by because somebody tries to stop me, it's like the best of both worlds. Like, yes, I'm excited now that I'm getting a fight or I got kicked out of out of the Plex and I'm gonna have to go find another Plex and because a worm came in on my Tristian. Um, but at least it's something exciting's happening, and I'm and right. there's there's a sense of loss getting kicked out of it um, if a worm comes, and I might want to try and sneak my way back in there, um, you know, kind of thing. And there's a lot more play to be had. Whereas I'm not in faction warfare, I'm kind of like ah, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Know, it's boring. There is a part of that waiting game that is great, which is sometimes the conversations and stuff that we have. The wormholes that we fall down. Uh, we had last night. We were talking about. I brought up uh, the YouTube videos of the the lost civilizations and prehistoric. And is there, uh, you know, human beings before the what we we currently are? And that just led into a, a whole shitstorm of different conversations and stuff. So, um, and I think that's one of the, the unique things with Eve that I I've come across in my time here is just that camaraderie, that shooting the shit, the uh, just the meeting of you guys. Um, a lot more closer, right? Like, cause they, yes. you, usually your corporation is like 20, 30 people, right? Um, so you get to interact with them on a daily basis where like if you're in a group of 600, right? Like you probably don't know half of your members next to you, right? Like it's like a big corporation. Like if you real life, right? If you work for a big corporation, the next guy in the cubicle, you don't know their name. Like you don't, you you don't even care. You just come in, you do your job, 
you press or push F1 and you call it a done, right? But like in a smaller group, like wormholes, factional warfare, right? You you're in there in the you know in the grit in the in the in the dirt. Taking shit. <laughs> yeah, when you hear Sully talk, you're like, I know Sully. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I was laughing my ass off yesterday when we were in uh, Naga. Um, I, I can't remember what he said, but uh, Saber was talking with somebody, and just someone dropped the bomb, and it was just so funny. But again, like, I don't know what it is. You know, I just started flying with you guys, so. But you know, you, you got that camaraderie. You can kind of just do that. You can fall in. in yeah, it's standing like fleet. Games, so. Standing fleet is a lot of fun, and I I, I really like that um, the camaraderie that there is with everybody. And that's I mean, it's faction warfare corporations are so fucking focused. What are you doing? We're trying to shoot people in Why? outer space in a very contained area of like a hundred sure. systems or or less if you're part of the other war zone. Um, you can kind of go over to the other war zone or not, but you're usually like you have like a space. That you're gonna live, you're gonna be fighting together, and everybody, you know, everybody knows that this is the the small group of people. I even think if if we grow faction warfare by times, which we've been much bigger in the past, of times two, times oh, yeah. three, from what yeah. it's at right now, even if it is bigger, you get much more sense of camaraderie because you're in the trenches every fucking day, instead of maybe a you know you might have in Nullsec like a year-long war, but then there's going to be calm, you know, after and before. And your enemies will change, right? Yep. The, 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 your enemies don't change here to a certain... The neutrals change, but there, there's always Keldari that you're looking to shoot. Um, and you don't even always need to really hate your enemy as much as out in 0.0, you really, really fucking hate them. This, you can be really... There is much more of a, like, it's, it's okay to be Keldari, but I'm going to shoot you for it. <laughs> Also, like, um, like there are some some uh, Kaldari that are um, like can, you fight some specific person day in day out, right? And one v one, you wave, you say hi, um, you're like, see you tomorrow, right? Like it's like you don't like even with your enemies, right? You fight on a friendly terms. Um, there are some that are excessive. <laughs> Some that um, cannot be named. <laughs> yeah. Um, but regardless, you know, like, it's a game. So, like, the point being, like, it, we're all here to shoot each other, right? It's a mean of communication. And um, it's all about to have fun. It, it reminds me a lot of living, uh, I lived in New Orleans, living in the neighborhood I lived in. Because you sort of see the same people in the same places every day and get to know them. Um, and, you know, there's there's Modern Dwarf. Oh, well, you know, he's so-and-so. Yeah. So-and-so is, is in the name. Okay, well, that's the curse in the medium. Hello, so-and-so. Curse <laughs> in the medium today. Ah, rah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, fine. Um, you know, it's, it, it feels um, familiar enough to be sort of comforting, but also it's dangerous, which is kind of neat. Man, those stories, too, you know, they build up, too, so... Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, well, we are coming to the end of the show here. Before we kind of uh, jump out, though, I want to give some time here to both of you. If there's any um, current projects that you're currently working on or, you know, you've got a YouTube channel or any shout outs that you want to give, um, kind of give that kind of segment of time for you to kind of talk about stuff that you're doing or stuff that you think that uh, our audience might be interested in, that your own personal projects or whatever. Uh, so starting off with uh, Kurik, 
uh, just, you know, is there any shout outs you want to give or any major projects or cool events or YouTube channel that you got out there? Uh, we are coming back to the Market Hub conversation you mentioned earlier. Um, we are going to Freeport, a uh, Sodio in Italy. We're going to have fireworks. Um, and I believe it's at 0300, right? Mm -hmm. oh. Is it 03 or 0,000? I've been getting conflicting. 03. 03. Yeah, so if you want to come and have fun today, um, come down to Hadley's. Uh, we're going to have fireworks in uh, the Sodio. So, yeah, come have fun. Also, if you want to help us name, keep going back and forth on the name of the uh, structure. So, <laughs> uh Suggestions are welcome. <laughs> My suggestion was, hey, die less, and buy more. That's awesome. I like that. Why is it not trade that? Trade more. <laughs> Why is it not that? <laughs> That's what I gave I gave that already to uh, to uh, well, Nick. So, and he said only, golden. The only thing is, but. we want to die more. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, die more, have fun. It's so. reverse psychology. <laughs> And uh, um, so, let do you have any any shoutouts you want to give? Any special things going on in your life? Or uh, I did. Oh, go ahead. I heard stole mine. Oh, that's no, it. That's, yeah. Um, so everybody, come out zero three hundred, um, and bring stuff to buy and sell. We uh, it's not like some little rinky dink affair. We have uh, close. I think what? Yeah, you'll we'll, see it on we'll the economic report. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you look at like the cost index and stuff like that, you'll see it spiking. Um, it's more the goal for the the Freeport is to be more than just like a, a hub specific militia. It's supposed to, it's intended to be, and it will be accessible to everybody. Freeported even yes to color. Um, so it's everything you could possibly want is seated there. It's a big deal. Please do come out. Awesome. Yeah, that's great because yeah, having a seated market. Um... It's huge. It, and, that's so important to, yeah. to be able to just... I just want to buy a stabber and get all of these things. And if I can get that in Hey Dealies and undock and go shoot shit... Oh, and, oh and the fun that'll be having. It's currently at a point that we can absolutely be undersold. Um, the point is not just to dump all this stuff on the market and then choke everybody out. The point is to develop uh, sort of in a, a user base and an industrial base here so that this little area can flourish for everybody yeah come come so, to the war zone make cool. shit and die yep. yes yeah, i got a whole hanger for a scrap metal i need to get rid of so and before we go actually there was a, a new person that said that they're just third third into the game um game here uh Descendant, descendancy, I think is if if I'm saying that correct. Um, do do either of you two have any suggestions for what to do for a third day person into the game? Getting comms. Getting comms. Uh, that is the single uh, best predictor of long-term success in Eve. Getting comms. Easier to help. Easier to guide. Uh, especially like with Discord, right? Like you can share the screen. They can share the screen. You can walk them through. 
yeah, so get get in an, an organization that has that, or join Faction Warfare, which is easy free for you to do in order to get involved in that. Uh, very dangerous. <laughs> but yeah, the, a bigger point than is join a group. It's a team game more than any other one, and join, get friends. Even if you're gonna do solo stuff, to be honest, get in a group because yeah. it'll make that. If find the group that does the solo stuff that you want to do. And, like, if you want PvP solo, Faction Warfare is a great place for it. Um, but there's a lot of things you got to learn about this. If you want to go to Wormholes, that's a whole yeah. other ball game, and you're going to have to go and hang out with Wormhole people to yeah. learn those things. You'll be killed and eaten. <laughs> Danger! The worms eat you. They do, they do. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't get into a corp and you don't like it, go find a new corp. Yep. Exactly. There's, there's a lot out there. I spent yeah, way too much time in a corp lot. that was dead. And um, yeah, it set my game back. So yeah, yep. don't don't get fixated. Yep. Yeah, and Matterell says you know even if you're doing explorations and stuff like that, you can you can talk to the people while you're out doing your explorations and getting con you know getting all this kind of stuff. Like yeah, that's it's huge. So incoming raid from where? From from the universe? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, definitely lots of cool uh, stuff to do out there. Oh, wow, Talking in Stations, thank you so much, Matterall, for the new views here. We're actually wrapping up the show here, but I am going to be continuing on doing some uh, um, PvP here in a little bit. Um, but we're just kind of wrapping things up. Uh, we're talking... Just to give all the new viewers that just kind of came in here, just to let you know that we're hanging out with... Um, uh, Shanann blah 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 Sean Sean Cholette Sean Cholette and um, Kurik of uh, the percussive pizza time diplomacy we just got done talking about all the cool things that are happening in faction warfare here and um, definitely looking forward to um, the expansion that's coming out but even without the expansion there's tons of cool shit to do there's just lots to, lots to learn. You can learn a lot about it from this podcast. We do this every single uh, Sunday at 2200 Eve time. Um, that's about 5 p.m. Central time in the U.S. And um, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you so much for the raid. Um, and... Well, now I feel like we should keep talking about stuff. I don't, <laughs> don't want to leave now. I mean, we could, we could, we could ex do a little bit. If you guys got some time, we could, uh, we could talk a little bit more about some stuff. Uh, I actually do have to go. I'm sorry. Well, you know what we can do is we'll end the show here, but we're going to definitely be continuing on. If you want to hang out, we can ask questions and stuff like that. Um, I'm just going to be running around in a ship trying to get something blown up. Uh, but thank you all for watching. Thank you all for coming by. Um, if you're interested in joining up with the war effort, go ahead and throw in an application to Golden Age Stories, in-game, alt, spies, welcome, whatever. We just want to go out. As long as you're coming out and shooting stuff, that's that's the important part. <laughs> and uh, also, hit up... Uh, there's, you know, uh, Fleet Pizza Delivery. These guys are awesome. Super fucking cool people. They've got a great corporation, great alliance that they're building um, join up with them if you want to. Um, also, there is the Hungary Corporation as well. Both of them in the Percussive Pizza Time Diplomacy Alliance. Um, 
And are you guys accepting uh, corporations? How's, what are you guys doing with... Do you know anything about your guys' policies regarding a, a corp wanting we, to join? Yes, we are going to open up the doors and the line certain minutes over. That's awesome. That's And that's something that's really cool about Faction Warfare. You can jump into Faction Warfare with a corporation and, and build it from the ground up. Um, I've done it once before. I'm doing it again. Um, you guys just got... Um, I know that... Pizza time, pizza time, ugh. precocive pizza time di diplomacy is a newer alliance, if I am correct. Uh, it's actually, um, it has history. Uh, so they were part of the original defense of Vietnam 1 back in 2020, June. Uh, we had a defense back then, um, and there was also Vietnam 2, and it uh, looks like we're you're enough for three, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing the Keldar are going to come for us pretty strong. Well, as long as they come and they shop in Haydeelis at the new free market, they can there you go. That's how well, it's done. Thank you. Um, awesome, thank you. And uh, if you want to, you can always watch us on Twitch every Sunday at 2200 Eve time, 5 p.m. Central time. And if you missed the show live, you can always catch us on the Federation Frontline Report, that's a podcast for Faction Warfare. It's on Spotify, iTunes, we're also on YouTube. So thank you all for watching, and have a great night. Night, everybody. Good night. This is the part with interview I did, huh? <laughs>